Hello. Hi. Welcome. Today we are doing the Japanese portion of the fox spirits. In Japanese folklore, they portray all foxes as having paranormal abilities, which increase as they get older and wiser. In yokai folklore, all foxes have the ability to shapeshift into human forms. Some tales portray kitsune, which is the Japanese word for fox spirits or just foxes in general. Mischievousness and tricking others is a common trait that foxes have in such tales. Other tales portray them as faithful guardians, friends, and lovers. Foxes and humans lived close together in ancient Japan. This companionship led to a lot of legends and stories and such about foxes. Kitsune have been closely associated with Inari and serve as its messengers. Inari Okami, also referred to as O-Inari, is the Japanese kami of foxes, fertility, rice, tea, and sake, of agriculture and industry, and of general prosperity and worldly success. Inari is known as one of the principal kami of Shinto. In early Japan, Inari was the patron of swordsmiths and merchants. Represented as a male and female, or androgynously, Inari is sometimes seen as a collective of three or five individual kami. A kami is a god spirit or deity. In the Shinto beliefs, a kami is an animalistic god or spirit. Inari seems to have been worshipped since the founding of a shrine at Inari Mountain in 711 AD. Although some scholars believe that such worship started in the late 5th century, by the 16th century, Inari 
became the patron of blacksmiths and the protector of warriors. Worship of Inari spread across Japan during the Edo period. Inari is a popular figure in both Shinto and Buddhist beliefs in Japan. Over one-third, or 32,000, of the Shinto shrines in Japan are dedicated to Inari. Modern corporations like Shiseido, which is a cosmetics company, continue to revere Inari as a patron. They have shrines on top of their corporate headquarters. Inari's foxes, or kitsune, are pure white. They act as Inari's messengers. According to myth, Inari came as a goddess to Japan at the time of its creation amidst a harsh famine. Quote, she, meaning Inari, descended from heaven riding on a white fox, and in her hand she carried sheaves of cereal or grain. Ine, the word now used for rice, is the name for this cereal. What she carried was not rice, but some cereal that grows in swamps. According to legend, in the ancient times, Japan was water and swampland, end quote. Due to their role as messengers of Inari, Fox's supernatural significance was reinforced. The more tales that a kitsune has, the older, wiser, and more powerful it is. They can have up to nine tails. A nine-tailed fox, specifically, is called Kyubi no Kitsune. Literally, nine-tailed of fox. Due to their potential power and influence, some people even make sacrifices to foxes as a deity. Conversely, they were also often seen as witch animals, especially during the Edo period from 1603 to 1864. They were thought of as goblins who cannot be trusted. Similarly to some badgers and cats. The oldest relationship between Japanese people and foxes dates back to the Jomon period necklace, which 
is made by piercing the canine teeth and jawbone of the fox. In Nihon Shoki, which was compiled in 720 and is one of the oldest history books in Japan. In this book, it is said foxes appear as supernatural beings for the first time. They appear as both good and bad omens. Many legends where foxes with human personality were described include Nihon Ryoki, which was compiled around 822. In this story, a man from Mino province and a kitsune with a female personality get married and have a child. The kitsune as a wife is described as a person who holds deep resentment against dogs. Also, their descendants are depicted as doing evil things by taking advantage of their powers. Hiroshi Moriyama, a professor at the Tokyo University of Agriculture, apparently part of my notes got cut out, but I'm going to assume that Moriyama was the one who said that foxes have come to be regarded as sacred by Japanese people because they are naturally the enemy of rats that either eat rice or burrow into the rice paddies. Due to fox urine having a natural rat repelling effect, people eventually started placing stones with fox urine on a hakora of a Shinto shrine near a rice field. In this way, we can assume that Japanese people gained the cultural aspect of respecting foxes. And respect and considering them as messengers of Inari. Folk tales of Huli Jing, which we covered last episode um, from China, that can also have up to nine tales, were adopted into Japanese culture from merchants. Again, the nine-tailed foxes specifically are Kyubi no Kitsune.
which is just a special word for nine-tailed foxes, I guess. Um, a lot of the earliest surviving tales are recorded in Konjaku Monogatarishu, which is a collection from the 11th century. It is a Japanese collection of Japanese, Chinese, and Indian literary narratives. Smyers, 1999, notes the idea of the fox as a seductress and the connection of foxes to Buddhism were introduced through similar Chinese stories. However, maintain that some tales contain unique elements specifically related to Japan. The oldest known usage of the word kitsune is in the text Shinyaku Kengonkyo Ongishiki, dating to 794. Other old sources include Nihon Ryoki. 1810 to 1824, and Wamyo Ruijusho, circa 934. These sources are written in Manyogana, which clearly identifies the historical form of the word. I think that may be supposed to be work. I don't remember. Anyways, when rendered into a Latin alphabet transliteration. Such a transliteration eh, transliteration is Kitune. After several diachronic phonological changes, this became Kitsune. Many entomological suggestions have been made, although there is no general agreement. Yokoki 1268 suggests that it is because it is always sune yellow key. The Kamakura period or early, yeah, the early Kamakura period. Mizukagami indicates it means came, key, particle su, to bedroom, ne, from a legend where a kitsune 
can take a human form to marry a human man and have children. Arai Hakuseki in Toga 1717 suggests Ki means stench, Su is a particle, and Ne is related to Inu, the Japanese word for dog. Tanikawa Kotosuga in Wakunoshiori 1777 to 1887 suggests that ki means yellow, su once again is a particle, and ne is related to neko, which is the Japanese word for cat. Otsuki Fumihiko in Daigen Kai, 1932-1935, proposes that it comes from Kitsu, which is an onomatopoeia for the bark of a fox, and Ne, which may be an honorific referring to a servant of an Inari shrine. Nozaki also suggests that it was originally onomatopoeic. Kitsu represented a fox's yelp and was the general word for fox. Ne was an affectionate mood. Kitsu is archaic now. In modern Japanese, a fox's cry is transcribed as Con con or gon gon. A widely known etymology of the word relates to sleeping and returning home. In classical Japanese, kitsune means comes and if I can talk, that would be great, means come and sleep and Kitsune means always comes. This seems to be tied to a specific story. This tale is one of the oldest surviving Kitsune tales. Unlike most tales of a similar nature, in which a Kitsune marries a human male, this one does not end tragically. From Hamill's translation, quote, Ono, an inhabitant of Mino, says an ancient Japanese legend of AD 545, spent the seasons longing for his ideal of female beauty. He met her one evening on a vast moor and married her. Because, you know, go figure. Just immediately marry a random woman you find out in the wild. Simultaneously with the birth of their son, Ono's dog 
was delivered of a pup, which as it grew up became more and more hostile to the Lady of the Moors. She begged her husband to kill it, but he refused. At last, one day, the dog attacked her so furiously that she lost courage, resumed vulpine shape, leaped over a fence, and fled. You may be a fox, Ono called after her, but you are the mother of my son, and I will always love you. Come back when you please. You will always be welcome. So every evening, she stole back and slept in his arms, end quote. This etymology says that because the fox returns to her husband each night as a woman, but leaves each morning as a fox, she would be called Kitsune. Kitsune are believed to have superior intelligence, long life, and magical powers. They are a type of yokai. Yokai are a class of supernatural entities and spirits. Yokai is a loan word from the Chinese term yaoguai. It is a, it is composed of the kanji Chinese characters adopted into Japanese of demon, fairy, sprite, suspicious apparition, monster, ghost, or specter. Yokai are also referred to as Ayakashi, Mononoke, or Mamono. Despite being frequently translated as such, yokai are not demons in the Western sense, but instead are spirits or entities. They can behave malevolently, mischievously, or benevolently to humans. Kitsune is sometimes translated as fox spirit. Kitsune are not ghosts, nor are they fundamentally different from regular foxes. Because spirit is... used to describe a state of knowledge or enlightenment, all long-lived foxes are believed to gain supernatural abilities. There are two main classifications of kitsune. The first, zenko, which are the good foxes. They are benevolent, celestial foxes associated with Inari. Sometimes they are just called Inari foxes in English. 
Yako field foxes, also called Nogitsune, tend to be mischievous or even malicious. Those are ones who are said not to be associated with Inari. Um, local traditions add even more types. A ninko is an invisible fox spirit that can only be perceived when it possesses a human. They can... Yeah, they can have as many as nine tails. Generally, more tails means an older and more powerful kitsune. Some tales state that a fox will only grow more tails after living for a hundred years. In the wild, the typical lifespan of a fox is one to three years. Although individuals may live up to 10 years in captivity. One, five, seven, and nine tails are the most common numbers of tails. The nine-tailed foxes specifically gain the ability to see and hear anything happening anywhere in the world. Other tales give them infinite wisdom or omniscience. Omniscience? I don't know how to pronounce that word. Um, when they turn 1000 and get the ninth tail, it will turn white or gold. It then becomes a tenko, a heavenly or celestial fox, which is the most powerful form of Kitsune and ascends to the heavens. A Kitsune can take on human form when it reaches a certain age, usually 100 years, although some tales say 50. A common prerequisite for the transformation, the fox must place reeds, a leaf, or a skull over its head. Common human forms taken by kitsune include beautiful women, young girls, elderly men, and less often, young boys. 
the shapes a kitsune can take are not limited by the kitsune's own age or gender. Kitsune can even replicate or duplicate the appearance of a specific person. Kitsune are well known for being beautiful women. A common belief in medieval Japan is that any woman encountered alone, especially at dusk or night, could be a kitsune. Kitsune gao, fox-faced, refers to human females with a narrow face with close-set eyes, thin eyebrows, and high cheekbones. Traditionally, this facial structure is attractive. Some tales ascribe it to foxes in human form. Variants of this theme have Kitsune retaining some sort of fox traits, such as a coating of fine hair, a fox-shaped shadow, or a reflection that shows its true form. In some tales, Kitsune retain their tails in human form and often have difficulty hiding them. Looking for the tail, often when the fox gets drunk or careless, is a common method of discerning the creature's true nature. A particularly devout person may even be able to see through the fox's disguise merely by perceiving them. Kitsune can also be exposed while in human form by their hatred of and fear of dogs. Some even become so rattled by the presence of the dog that they revert to fox form and flee. One tale illustrating this concept is the tale of Koan, a historical person later created, later credited with legendary wisdom and magical powers of divination. According to the tale, he was staying at the home of one of his devotees. He scalded his foot when entering the bath as the water was drawn too hot. In his pain, he ran out of the bathroom naked. When the people that lived there saw him, they were astonished to see that he was covered in fur 
and had a tail. Khan then transformed in front of them, becoming an elderly fox and ran away. Other abilities that are commonly attributed to Kitsune include possession, generating fire, which Kitsune fire is called Kitsune B. So, generating fire or lightning, willful manifestation in the dreams of others, flight, invisibility, and the creation of illusions so elaborate as to be almost indistinguishable from reality. Some tales mention even greater powers, such as the ability to bend space and time, drive people mad, or take fantastic shapes, such as an incredibly tall tree or a second moon in the sky. Other characteristics resemble vampires or succubi, which maybe we will do an episode on in the future, maybe not, I don't know, but for those who aren't aware, a succubi a succubus or an incubus are pretty much the same entity. Just one is a female version and one is a male version. So a lot of times they will have the female version sleep with the human man and collect the sperm or energy or what have you and then they will take the incubus form I think I'm pretty sure the succubus is the female and the incubus is the male I'm not sure I'll double check that and then let you know in the next episode Anyway, um, and then the male form will sleep with a human woman and oftentimes impregnate her. Um, they are literally like demonic entities or what have you, so... Um, yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on them in the future. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, they feed on the life or spirit of a human, generally through sexual contact. Kitsune Suki is the state of being possessed 
by a fox. The victim is usually a young woman whom the fox enters via underneath her fingernails or through her breasts. In some cases, the victim's facial expressions change in such a way to resemble a fox. Fox possessions can cause illiterate victims to temporarily gain the ability to read. Most of the time, foxes can possess someone of their own will. Kitsunaisuki is often used to describe the malign intents of hereditary fox employers. Folklorist Lafcadio Hearn describes this condition in Glimpses of Unfamiliar Japan. Quote, Strange is the madness of those into whom demon foxes enter. Sometimes they run naked, shouting through the streets. Sometimes they lie down and froth at the mouth and yelp as a fox yelps. And on some part of the body of the possessed, a moving lump appears under the skin, which seems to have a life of its own. Prick it with a needle and it glides instantly to another place. By no grasp can it be so tightly compressed by a strong hand that it will not slip from under the fingers. Possessed folk are also said to speak and write languages of which they were totally ignorant prior to possession. They eat only what foxes are believed to like, which Apparently, kitsune are said to like tofu. Aburage, which is deep-fried slices of tofu. Azukimeshi, rice with red beans, and such things. They eat a great deal, alleging that not they, but the possessing fox, are hungry, end quote. He further notes 
hoped that once freed from possession, the victim would never be able to eat these foods again. To rid a possessing fox was often done by exorcism at an Inari shrine. If a priest wasn't available or the exorcism failed, the victim might be badly burned or beaten in hopes of driving out the kitsune. The whole family of a possessed person may be ostracized. Kitsune Suki was referred to as a disease as early as the Heian period. It remained a common diagnosis for mental illness until the early 20th century. Possession was the explanation for the abnormal behavior displayed by the affected individuals. In the late 19th century, Shunichi Shimomura noted the physical diseases that cause fever were often considered kitsunesuki. However, this superstition has recently lost favor. However, stories of fox possession do still occur, such as allegations that members of the Am Shinrikyo cult were possessed. Again, that's a weird cult terrorist group thing from Japan. Um, they did the subway or train station or whatever. They did those attacks. Um, maybe if you guys are interested, let me know and I can do an episode on that. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, in modern psychiatry, the term kitsunesuki is a culture-bound syndrome unique to Japanese culture. Those who suffer this condition believe they are possessed by a fox. Symptoms include cravings for rice or sweet adzuki beans, which are the red beans. They're very frequently used in like desserts or sweets or stuff. Listlessness, restlessness, and aversion to eye contact. 
Oh dear. <laughs> um, I guess that's a good thing. I have only an intense interest in Japan and Japanese culture because otherwise, according to this, uh, I may be possessed. Probably not, since I'm not from Japan and have no family history from Japan. So, probably safe. Um, in this sense, it is similar to, but distinct from, clinical lycanthropy or people who genuinely believe that they're a werewolf. Um, that one I probably will do an episode on in the future. Um, just because that one is actually really interesting. So... Um, possession tales are found in all of Japan. The possessed are thought to be suffering from a mental illness or other similar condition. Certain families tell of protective kitsune. Certain regions, possessions by Kura, Gitsune, Osaki, Yako, and Hito Gitsune are also referred to as Kitsune Suki. Such families as the ones who have protective Kitsune are able to use said kitsune to gain fortune. However, marrying into such a family was forbidden, as it would make the family bigger. They are also believed to bring illness and curse Possessions, crops, and livestock of their enemies. As a result, this is a big problem. And there are a lot of societal problems that stem from this. Because foxes were seen as Inari no Kami, or at least their servants, they were used in Daikini-chan by Mikyo and Shugendo practitioners. 
the oracles of Miko Kitsuneki have been developed in a religious background. Kitsune or people possessed by Kitsune will often have round white balls in depictions. These balls are called Hoshi no Tama or star balls. Tales that feature these commonly state that they glow with Kitsunebi or foxfire. Some tales identify Hoshi no Tama as magical jewels or pearls. When in fox form, a kitsune will keep the ball in its mouth or it will carry it on its tail. Jewels are a common symbol of Inari, so representations of Inari foxes without jewels are really rare. Some beliefs state that the pearls hold a portion or sometimes all of the kitsune's magical power. Another tradition is that the pearl was the kitsune's soul. So in either case, if the pearl is lost or stolen, it either loses its magical powers or in the case where it is the actual soul, then it will die. Um, so they try not to be separated from them for too long. People, as in humans who obtain said pearls, Naturally, you would think that they steal it because you don't think Kitsune would just leave it laying around in the open. You'd think they would be very protective of this pearl. Um, anyway, somehow they obtain one and they may be able to get the kitsune to promise to help them to get the pearl back. An example of this is this 12th century tale. Quote, Confound you, snapped the fox. Give me back my ball. The man ignored its pleas till finally it said tearfully, All right, you've got the ball, 
but you don't know how to keep it. It won't be any good to you. For me, it's a terrible loss. I tell you, if you don't give it back, I'll be your enemy forever. If you do give it back, though, I'll stick to you like a protector god. End quote. The fox later saves the man by leading him past a band of armed robbers. As kitsune are so embedded into Japanese folklore, they appear in all sorts of Japanese works. No Kyogen, Bunraku, and Kabuki plays are based on folk tales that feature them. Contemporary works such as animations, comic books, and video games also feature them. The, the Japanese metal band Baby Metal, which I do listen to them. They are quite good. I enjoy their music. Uh, not for everybody. The kawaii or cute aspect can not vibe well with the metal aspect in some people's opinion. I think it's really cool and works really well, but that's just me. Um, baby metal refers to the myths in their lyrics and use fox masks hand signs, and animated interludes during live, excuse me, live performances. Western authors have made use of the legends in their works of fiction, though not in extensive detail. Originally, Kitsune were Inari's messengers. However, over time, the line between the two became so blurred that Inari can now be depicted as a fox. Entire shrines are dedicated to Kitsune. Sorry, shifting in my chair. Um, devotees can leave offerings. There is some speculation that another fox deity, specifically a Shinto, fox deity existed 
in the past. Um, foxes have been worshipped as kami. Inari's kitsune are white, which is a color associated with good omens. They possess the power to ward off evil. Sometimes they serve as guardian spirits. They protect Inari shrines. Sometimes when petitioned, they intervene on the locals' behalf, particularly to aid against the Nokitsune or fox spirits who don't serve Inari. Black foxes and nine-tailed foxes are also considered to be good omens. Beliefs derived from Fusui or Feng Shui. The fox's power of evil, power over evil, good lord, is such that a mere statue of a fox can dispel the evil kimon or energy from the northeast. Apparently it's really bad and it flows down from the northeast. Um, many Inari shrines, like the Fushimi Inari shrine in Kyoto, feature such statues. Sometimes a large number of them. In Buddhism, they are connected through Dakiniten goddesses related to Inari's female aspect. Dakiniten is depicted as a female bodhisattva. I don't know how you say that word. Again, very, very white, very unsure of pronunciations, not trying to be mean or offensive. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, wielding a sword and riding a flying white fox. A bodhisattva is a person who is on the path to bodhi, awakening, or Buddhahood. Kitsune are often represented as tricksters. The motives vary from mischief to malevolence. Tales describe Kitsune playing tricks on 
overly proud samurai, greedy merchants, and boastful commoners. The crueler ones abuse poor tradesmen and farmers, or devout Buddhist monks. Their victims are usually men because women were usually the ones being possessed. One example is Kitsune using their fox fire to lead travelers astray. Similar to a will of the wisp. Another tactic they use is to confuse their victims with illusions or visions. Common goals of Kitsune tricksters include seduction, theft of food, humiliation of the prideful, or vengeance for a perceived slight. A game played traditionally called Kitsune Ken or Fox Fist references the Kitsune's powers over humans. This game is similar to rock, paper, scissors, but the three hand positions or signs signify a fox, a hunter, and a village headman. The headman beats the hunter whom he outranks, so he ranks higher than the hunter. The hunter beats the fox, who he shoots. The fox beats the headman, whom he bewitches. The ambiguous portrayal along with the vengeful reputation leads people to attempt to discover the fox's motives. One example is this case when the 16th century leader Toyotomi Hideyoshi wrote a letter to the Kami Inari. Quote, to Inari Daimyojin, my lord, I have the honor to inform you that one of the foxes under your jurisdiction has bewitched one of my servants, causing her and others a great deal of trouble. I have to request that you make minute inquiries into the matter and endeavor to find out the reason of your subject misbehaving in this way and let me know the result. If it turns out that the fox has no adequate reason to give for his behavior, 
you are to arrest and punish him at once. If you hesitate to take action in this matter, I shall issue orders for the destruction of every fox in the land. Any other particulars that you may wish to be informed of in reference to what has occurred, you can learn from the high priest of Yoshida, end quote. Kitsune are said and are very well known for keeping their promises and they strive really hard to repay any favors. Occasionally, it may attach itself to a person or household where they cause all sorts of mischief. Um, one tale from the 12th century, only the threat of the homeowner to exterminate the foxes convinces them to behave. Then the patriarch, eh, patriarch appears in the man's dreams. Quote, My father lived here before me, sir, and by now I have many children and grandchildren. They get into a lot of mischief, I'm afraid, and I'm always after them to stop, but they never listen. And now, sir, you're understandably fed up with us. I gathered that you're going to kill us all, but I just want you to know, sir, how sorry I am that this is our last night of life. Won't you pardon us one more time? If we ever make trouble again, then of course you must act as you think best. But the young ones, sir, I'm sure they'll understand when I explain to them why you're so upset. We'll do everything we can to protect you from now on. If only you'll forgive us, and we'll be sure to let you know when anything good is going to happen. End quote. Some kitsune use their magic for the benefit of their companion or hosts as long as the humans respect them. As yokai, kitsune do not have a sense of human morality. So, a kitsune who has adopted a household may bring the host money or items. However, come to find out later that the money or items were stolen from the neighbors. Um... Because of this, households thought to harbor kitsune are treated with suspicion. They do not like them. Um, 
However, samurai families were often said to share similar arrangements with kitsune. Naturally, these were the zenko. Um, and the use of their magic was a sign of prestige. Abandoned homes are places where kitsune are often found. Um, one 12th century tale tells of a minister who moves into an old mansion. He discovers a family of kitsune living there. At first, they attempt to scare him away. When that doesn't work, they claim the house is theirs, quote, The house has been ours for many years, and we wish to register a vigorous protest, end quote. The man refuses, and the foxes resign themselves to move to an abandoned lot nearby. Other tales mark a distinct difference between kitsune gifts and kitsune payments. When a kitsune offers a payment or reward, part of which includes money or material wealth, this will, in fact, be old paper, leaves, twigs, stones, or similar valueless items. Um, so they will place it under an illusion so the people will think that it's money or things with value, even though it's really not. Um, real kitsune gifts are usually intangible. You can't really touch them or hold them or whatever. Um, examples of this include protection, knowledge, or long life. Kitsune are commonly depicted as lovers, usually in tales wherein a young human male marries a kitsune. They may be a seductress, but more often than not, the tales are usually romantic. Usually, the young male unknowingly marries the kitsune who is a devoted wife. Eventually, the man discovers the true nature of the kitsune and it is forced to leave. Some cases, the man wakes as if from a dream. In this case, he is filthy, disoriented, and very, very far away from home. So then, he must return to his family 
and shame. Many tales describe kitsune wives bearing children. When the children are human, they possess physical or supernatural qualities, which then pass on to their children. Abe no Seime, a renowned astrologer magician, was said to have inherited such powers. Some tales describe Kitsune marrying each other. Rain falling from a clear sky or a sun shower is a clear sign of this. It is called Kitsune no Yomeri or Kitsune's wedding, which refers to a tale where a wedding of this kind happens in exactly these circumstances and conditions. This event is a good omen. However, the Kitsune will seek revenge on uninvited guests, which is depicted in the 1990 Akira Kurosawa film Dreams. Stephen Turnbull relates the tale of the Takeda clan's involvement with a kitsune in Nagashino, 1575. The warlord Takeda Shingen defeated a lesser local war warlord called Suwa Yoshige in 1544. Yoshige was later driven to suicide after Shingen humiliated him during a peace conference. After the conference, Shingen forced marriage to Yoroshige's 14-year-old daughter, Lady Koi, who also happened to be Shingen's niece. Turnbull writes, quote, Shingen was so obsessed with the girl that his superstitious followers became alarmed and believed her to be an incarnation of the white fox spirit of the Sua Shrine who had bewitched him in order to gain revenge, end quote. When their son, Takede, Takeda Katsuyori, proved to be a terrible leader and led the clan to their defeat at the Battle of Nagashino, Turnbull writes, quote, Wise old heads nodded, remembering the unhappy circumstances of his birth and his magical mother, end quote. Um, 
how to get rid of a kitsune. Step one, check if your friend's facial features resemble a kitsune. Are their eyes a different color? Do they have whiskers like a fox? Um, this next part is just for fun. Um, I don't recommend trying either of these next little parts. Um, so, yeah, they're just interesting to know. Step two, try to find their foxtail. If you find it, the kitsune will be embarrassed and run away. Step three, introduce them to a dog. Kitsune hate dogs. So when they see one, they will flee on sight. If none of these steps work, seem to work, take your friend to the nearest shrine, nearest Inari shrine. They'll take care of it. There are not many tips on how to attract a kitsune. Uh, you can try leaving some fried tofu on your doorstep. You could visit an Inari shrine and try to find one. You could visit the Zhao Fox Village in Miyagi Prefecture. Uh, again, I do not recommend trying any of those things, but, you know, they're interesting to learn to hear about, you know. Okay, that is everything for this episode. Um, like I said, the Korean fox spirits, which are called Kumiho or Gumiho, will be next week. Um, I will try to remember to not procrastinate on the notes. Um, so it should come out next week. Uh, <laughs> As usual, if you have questions, comments, and concerns, suggestions of topics, as usual, you can send them my direction via Twitter, which is at Lee Tidwell, which is L-E-E underscore T-I-D-W-E-L-L. -L. As usual, this will be in the show notes. Um, 
or via email. Yuki Moonshine at Outlook.com. Um, I think that is everything that I have to plug. So, if you enjoy the podcast and you think you have a friend or know somebody else who may enjoy it, you should let them know. That will help us out greatly. Um, Hopefully, your day, morning, evening, night, afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you happen to be, hopefully it is good. Hopefully it's going well. And I shall see you or speak to you next week.